Hi, this is Jay Chatfield, and you are tuned in to your favorite podcast, Loving Yourself to Life, sponsored by Grace Guidance Performing Arts, where it's more than dance, it's an encouraging environment for your little gifts to grow. Hello, hello, everybody out there. I'm testing out my new microphone and I'm noticing that I'm going to have to not be all lit when I'm talking because the moment I turn up, the sound gets a little, a little bit much, but um, I'm liking the results. Um, I'm going to continue building my studio. This was just something, I just wanted something a little bit uh, better a little that would pick up the sound a little bit better well how's the weekend going it's a sunday night here in texas it was a great day i was um out running some errands and i was thinking about something you know i love to think thinking brings up a lot of of issues that um i want to deal with and never want to deal with them again because I do know this I do notice when you change your mind about something that thing doesn't manifest in your life anymore and what do you think about when you hear the word trauma what does what does that mean like trauma like I don't know if you guys have ever associated trauma with like a hit or some type of blow you know you used to hear it like when someone say what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word um trauma and they'll say oh blunt force trauma to the head <laughs> i was like wow how brutal is that but trauma is um is a is a is an amazing thing uh we don't like to go through it but it happens and there is something that I was thinking about that's a trauma that I didn't think was a trauma. And working hard is a trauma. I know some people are like, what? But it really is. Because to me, when you look at uh, trauma causes you to, um, let, let me pull up, I'm going to pull up the definition. So I'm looking at the definition for trauma and you can have acute trauma. This results from a single stressful or dangerous event. It's on the internet. And also this, I used to teach medical terminology. So this acute chronic and complex stuff, it's, it's what I've known. So chronic trauma is the result from repeated and prolonged exposure to highly stressful events. Examples include cases of child abuse, bullying, and domestic violence. Then you have complex trauma. This results from exposure to multiple traumatic events. Now, I think working hard is a trauma uh, because when you see it, it is something to me that is deeply distressing and or a disturbing experience because working hard almost teaches you that you have to give up your life in order to achieve something for a length of time and then you can enjoy 
I don't know. Do you, I mean, do you hear, do you see what I'm saying? So the trauma in that is thinking is also a, a mind trauma. It's a mental, uh, psychological trauma to me. And um, it damages the mind to make you think that you can't have what you want to have or can have unless you give up something. So I'm going somewhere with this. Um, trauma to me has happened in a lot of ways because I've always thought that I had to have two jobs in order to make it. But that's the thing. I only just made it. I didn't have a surplus of anything. It was always just enough just to get by and keep on living. Um, my husband and I, we didn't take a, um, a vacation until five years into the marriage because we thought that this was what we had to do. I had two jobs. I worked. I always say it all the time. I've always worked two jobs. I don't, I don't care where, where, at what stage of my life, um, I would work at the church and then work at Burger King. I would work at Blue Cross and Blue Shield and then work at the church. And then I would work in an after-school program and work at the hospital. And then I would teach, you know, I would teach dance at a studio and work here at, at another place. And at this time, I I worked 8 o'clock in the morning to 5 in the afternoon. And then... Five in the evening, then I would work seven in the evening to one o'clock in the morning. So I would, and then the place was like an hour from my house. So I wouldn't get home until two o'clock. Now, in between that five and that seven, I would eat and go to sleep in my car so that I could have some rest in order to work at this place. But I did this because this was the only way that I thought that needed to be done while my husband went to went to classes that's why he wasn't able to get a job and then when he got out I didn't have to do two jobs I didn't have to work two jobs anymore but I had got a, another higher paying job after that but in that time in that whole what two year year and a half time frame I missed out on so much honestly that's when I began to change before that, there was a there was a part of me that loved to take care of myself. But when you don't have the time nor the money to take care of yourself because you're always working and on the weekends, I would go to sleep. Then I would never see my husband. So that damaged our that caused trauma to our relationship. You know, there were other avenues. I, I know now that we could have we, we could have chose. But now it's like. Bam, like, why do you have the need to work and not use your mental, your mental creativity, your passions, your, your mind to create a surplus of things in your life because you don't have the capacity to put those things into your life because something is already there that has caused trauma. So how can I open my mind up to owning few, a few businesses or um, starting something because I like it? Because the trauma of it all was that you don't have to like it. It provides for you. You don't, it's not something that you're going to, you know, have to, you know, love or, you know, you appreciate it. When you get a check, it's like, whoo, you know, but other than that, you know, you go buy your crab plate 
you know, <laughs> whoever does that, you know, you go buy something real expensive on payday, right? Because you feel like you needed to be rewarded. I know a lot of people talk about this as instant gratification or delayed gratification. Those are all great things. But honestly, I am teaching my kids to use their mind, to use their gifts to provide for them. Working hard is a trauma to me. I know some people may not agree, but I know that it was in my life. I felt like this was how it's supposed to be and there was nothing else. And where has that gotten me? Not to a place where I want to be. And I don't want to die at a, at a, just not being able to live the life that I want to live. You know, this is a point where you can change everything. You can change your life going forward and you could change your family's life going forward. I, I've never, you know, I, my husband values hard work and he's a hard worker. And I think I actually work harder than him. He has more discipline. And I'm not saying that all oh, because, but but honestly, I'm the type of person where you tell me you have a need. See, I'm getting crunk. Look, okay, let me let me bring my voice down a little bit. See, I'm the person that you'll tell you have a need and I'll go get a job to fix it. Like, that's the way I was taught to do it. My aunt needed more money. She went and she got another job. And I'm like, okay, that's the way to do it. That's a trauma. It really is. So now I've pre I've 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 reprogrammed my thinking and I've honestly grown in the last in the last couple of months because this is recent and it uh, it takes a while to get rid of it. And while in that time of me not taking care of myself, I changed in those two years. I traced it back. Trace it back. Do a little experiment on yourself. When did you start hating? When did you start hating your life? I used to take care of my... I had this conversation with my husband. He was like, well, you know, you don't do the things that you used to do for yourself. Yeah, because I just, I just thought this is what we had to do. Uh, some people are raised different. That's why you'll see people who look sexy and dress up all the time. And then you'll see somebody who used to do that. And now, you know, yoga pants is life. Now, yoga pants are sexy now. You know, I've seen some great ones. But, you know, you understand what I'm saying. No heels, just flats. I love tennies. You know, those are the type of things. But then you got women that you... I got a friend. She used to work... Um, I'm sorry. One of my employees, they came to work in heels. I mean, we working with kids, boo. But that's her. She had it was makeup, everything came to work with kids. And but that's her, that's how she was raised. And that's that's what maybe someone told her she had to ABC, always be cute. Maybe somebody told her that. But nope, I was raised where nah you you need to you need to make the rubber where the rubber meets the road and get on it. Let's go. If you want to ever have something, you gotta work for it. But then what am I having? What am I losing? I lost myself. I lost my mind, honestly. I lost my passion. I lost my creativity. I suppressed those things because of trauma. The trauma of me thinking that I had to work hard. So do a little thing for yourself. Like go back and look at it and say, where did I change? How can I fix this? What mindset do I need to adopt now? I have to record affirmations and continue to tell me, you know, the things that I need to hear in order to heal my mind. I will tell you this with the daycare that my partner and I, 
we thought we we sat in there we manifested the kids but we didn't get any more kids because we thought we had to work it we were like we gotta be here we gotta be here but that shut off our creativity so we were kind of like frustrated we was like i got to get out of here you know we didn't create a business for us to be locked into it we want to be able to create jobs for people who want jobs so as soon as we offered i'm sorry as soon as we hired the um two young ladies that we have now things started to open up creativity creatively for us and financially so that's why I say I tested this like hard work and they're not working hard because that's not how I roll. Um, I, I encourage them to have their own businesses. And and, you know, while you're here, what do you need to do for yourself that you can elevate yourself? That's what I'm all about. And you may not be here because that's where I want you to go out and start a business, you know. So I've tested this and you test it. Look back at it. Look, look and see what it is that that caused that my, that that psychological trauma that made you think that working is the way hard missing out on your kids recitals and bit you know everybody's like that's just the way it goes no it's not that's what somebody told you that's what you saw you know rewrite your story you don't have to do what you've seen all your life i i saw that i lost my parents because they chose working over me trauma Hard work. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. It causes you to lose out on the things that's worth living for. Thanks for listening to your favorite podcast, Loving Yourself to Life. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at lovingyourselftolife at lovingyourself.com. At writer102080 is my Twitter name. And Loving Me Too is my Facebook page. And Loving Yourself to Life is my Instagram and YouTube connect. If you haven't already, pick up the book, The Woman That Is Made. It is available on Amazon and Kindle too. As always, do something for you that only you will love. Have a Love Yourself Day. Hi, this is Jay Chatfield, and you are tuned in to your favorite podcast, Loving Yourself to Life, sponsored by Grace Guidance Performing Arts, where it's more than dance, it's an encouraging environment for your little gifts to grow. Continuing with the conversation about trauma and work being a trauma, um, I want to talk about the cost. So... The cost for me is that I never, ever got to have a relationship with my mom and my dad um, because of a certain mindset of, we. Of, of, well, let's call it what it is. It's called uh, a poverty mindset. My phone is going up. I apologize for that. Um so a poverty mindset. So you, my mom was raised in a place where um, they didn't have much and they worked on a, a farm that was owned by someone so that they could live there. Um, 
I don't know if it was rent free or whatever, but it was a three bedroom house and it was cool. You know, I, I stayed in it a couple of times. Um, fireplace, wood burning stove. It was pretty cool, you know, as a child. And there was a nice little, um, there was a nice little well that was across from it. And it was really good. And it was a lot of land. It was, it was beautiful um, where they lived. So she knew that she didn't want to live like that when she was older because she watched my my mom my my grandmother and my grandfather she watched them work and work i don't, I don't think there was a such thing as a vacation back then you know and I, my mom was born in 49 so there was no vacationing or anything you know uh hey let's go to the lake you know, not in my family, not that I'm aware of. It was more work, work, work so that we can survive, survive, survive because everything out on the outside was just not um, a favorable. So when she got older, she went to the north and then she actually did not have the same um the same she had the same mindset but just in a different way you know she was running from that very thing but it also instilled in her that um that sh she had to have a, a kind of work ethic and it took it it took her away from us because of the circumstances of where she lived and she was like yeah i'm not gonna leave this job to go back down south so i'm gonna to send my kids down there to be raised that was also something else that was instilled not instilled that was learned because uh, some of my family members took care of other family members while the other family members would work so you see how this trauma continues it's it, you know i i call it trauma like i said and then i look back on it it was it was um it wasn't acute it wasn't complex it was chronic so it was a chronic thing that has been passed down from generations to generation to generation and i'm stopping that bad boy there is no way that i'm going to have it creates stress one thing one thing you're always under stress your mind doesn't have time to relax and release and reload it's always going to be in work mode. And when you go home to go to sleep, it's like, I can't do anything else. I don't know. I, I was talking to someone, you know, they say that that's a segue to something that you don't, but I always, I'm always talking to somebody. So I was saying, I think it, I was trying, trying to think who I was talking to. It may have been my husband. And we were, we were saying that, you know, hard work instills in you a certain kind of work ethic. I, you can have a certain type of work ethic and not work your life away and not, you know, miss out on the things that are important. Why did you, why are you living? Like, this, that's, that's what makes me think. Like, why are you living? Are you living just to pay bills? Are you living just, uh, what are you living for? If that is what you're going to do, you might as well live in a box. A box and just go to work and just come home. Box, go to work and just come home, you know? And, and you, I, I literally do have to remind my husband to take a vacation. You know, he had that hard work instilled in him. But I, I'm, I was like, 
I started seeing other things and that's going to be my new, that's going to be the next podcast. And once you, once you start to branch out, it becomes apparent that you're doing something wrong. I know someone said that, well, I mean, it's not wrong to work, but you know that there has to be another way because not everyone is living this way or are they? Well, like I said, we'll get to that in the next part in the next podcast. So it cost me a relationship with my mom. And, you know, now we're spending this phase of our life trying to get that situation together. It costs people their health. Um, I feel better when I sleep. I don't know about anybody else. I feel better when I sleep and I dream uh, an even daydream, I'm walking around like, when can I go to a hotel and someone make my bed for me? I, when we went out of town, I know I said this before in my podcast, this was, was great to me that we stayed at, we, we stayed in a hotel. We always, we, we have kids and they want to eat all the time. So we always pick a hotel unless we're going to one of those indoor water place, water park places. We always choose a hotel that has like a refrigerator, stove, you know, a little kitchen in it. Because like I said, I have a six-year-old and his favorite word is, I'm hungry. You know, he reminds me of that. I'm hungry. Feed my mouth. He's never seen it. I can't remember the name of that cartoon, that the name of that show. Oh, man. But but the people who were born in the, in the, the 80s know what I'm talking about. This little egg thing kept talking. I'm hungry. Feed my mouth. So we got up in the morning and I fixed them a little breakfast and they went downstairs and they still ate breakfast and um, we came upstairs and um, then we went about our day. But I came back just a little bit earlier because I forgot something and the dishwasher was going, the place was smelling good and clean, the beds were made. Do you know how much that that just... I just, I think I was levitating around this, this, um, <laughs> this hotel. Like for a mom, do you know what that does? Do you know what that do, do, does to your mind? Like a ref, like you're ready to go. That's sexy. Like, man, I'm serious. That is so sexy. Like if you're a woman, if you're, if you love your, if you absolutely love your wife, you will make sure that she rests, that she is well rested. Let me tell you, everything will be better. Okay? I'm just saying, it is so, I mean, only people who have not experienced that can never can say, oh, no, that does nothing for me. Let me tell you, boo, if your mind is free, you can think of all kind of things to make that man. OK, all right. Y'all already y'all know where that's going. But honestly, if you are in a place of rest, you can create, you can think, you can be yourself. Not just work, 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 work. Not all the time, you know? So don't let it cost you your life. Don't let it cost you your friends, your family. You look up and people are just dead and you're like, what happened? And it's your funeral. Oh no, we don't want that. 
you want to know why your your kids are like, okay, you're not talking to me. You're not saying anything. And like I say, I'm a product of not having that type of relationship with my parents. So I have that when I t- I'm talking to my kids, I'm like, we, what was going on? We're, we're playing games together. We watch a little TV together. My kids have actually, my kids work with me at the play place, but, um, most of the time they just go there to have fun because it's a play place, you know, but, but I do show them the aspect of create it, make it happen type of thing. And like I say, that's what I'm, I'm getting out of that generational curse thing. So what's it costing you? Like, and I know we're just dealing with, with work at this moment because that's a, a lot of people are thinking about how can I make money? Like, you know, and I do, I wrote, I do have a course that's called Focus Your Hustle. I don't sell it. It's just be- because it came to me one day. It was like, Latanya, you're not focusing your hustle. Your hustling is in your mind. You're not focusing that. If you can focus that, you need to get rid of all this other stuff that's going on so that you can be creative and free. Like, so what... You know, not so much as the hustle that we used to, just what would it was your mind saying? What is it going? Is it what is it doing? And it's thinking about I gotta get up, I gotta go, I gotta pay bills, I gotta pay bills. This bill is due on the second, this bill is is due on the fifteenth, this bill is due on the twelfth, this bill is due on the twenty-third, I gotta do it all again. Who I don't mm I don't wanna live like that. I even though it doesn't matter how old you are. I be, you know, when you start to enjoy your life and love your life, you add years to your life. You actually see things that you wouldn't have saw that you wouldn't have seen before. You know, why is why is my foot crooked? I'm just saying, your foot is crooked because you're working too dang much. I mean, just little things like that. Oh man, I had this change. I've, I've heard people say, oh, I touched the microphone. Um, I've heard people say, I've had this pain in my chest, but I've been, ignore- been ignoring it because I have to go to work. What? Mm-mm. No. What's the cost? Your health? You? You're going to look down as you floating up or wherever you're going to float to when your life leaves your body and be like, dang it. I should have lived more. I had a nightmare one night. Yep. Um. Uh, maybe two years ago, maybe a year ago, and I was in a panic. I was I couldn't sleep, and I was like, "What am I?" And I talk about this on one of um in another one. I I can't remember the name of that one. And I just kept saying, "What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do?" And and it, and, and and I heard a voice that said, "Just live. You can't just live." One, if you don't realize that you're not living, you're just working. You're just working. How do I make money? Take, go, go stay like three days in the mountains or something like that. Go somewhere and just be quiet. Practice it before you go because it takes a little time. <laughs> like just do it at home. Practice being silent. And then go to the mountains or the beach or wherever you want to go. I'm looking forward to the day I can go to a cabin and it's snowing outside. And I have me a nice little cup of of whatever's going to be hot in my cup. Maybe something a little strong. I don't know. I just want to sit there and just think. 
and just let the ideas, that's what I do, let the ideas flow to you. It can't flow if it's blocked. Love yourself enough. Love yourself to, enough to know that there are other things that you need to pay attention to. Gradually do something that's going to free up your time. Gradually. I mean, you ain't got to go in there and say, I'm quitting. I, I, I'm suffering trauma of work. You know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless you got something that's all right. Don't be me because I did that. Um but um, everything kind of everything turned out fine. But that that's not what I'm telling you to do. Um, but start to pay attention to your life. Look, sit down and write down where and where you, what you want to go, where you want to go. How did I just say that? H- how you want to live, where you want your life to go, the relationships that you want to foster and care for. The sun that you want to feel on your face, the wind that you want to feel behind you as you do the same things that you want to do and not suffer this trauma and pass it on to the next generation. Thanks for listening to your favorite podcast, Loving Yourself to Life. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at lovingyourselftolife at lovingyourselftolife.com. At Writer102080 is my Twitter name, and Loving Me Too is my Facebook page, and Loving Yourself to Life is the Instagram and YouTube Connect. If you haven't already, pick up The Woman That Is Made. I love that book, and you will too. It's available on Amazon and Kindle. As always, do something for you that only you will love. Have a Love Yourself Day. Hi, this is Jay Chatfield, and you are tuned in to your favorite podcast, Loving Yourself to Life, sponsored by Grace Guidance Performing Arts, where it's more than dance, it's an encouraging environment for your little gifts to grow. This will be my last episode on trauma, work trauma. I think because it's such a big deal today, one of the things that we just, it's a silent killer because we've been taught that it's something that we must do. Um, we're the only species that have to pay to to eat and um, live. Everybody else is like in a place where all these weird noises are coming from everywhere. Everybody else, uh, everybody else, everything else, they're just in the wild. You know, they don't have to, all the other species, you know, it's just, you know, they just be free eating whatever they catch and kill, whatever. But we're the only ones that are taught that work is essential. And I'm talking about the environmental issue of trauma. And I always think it's what you don't know that hurts you than what you already know right is what you what you haven't seen so if you've never seen that someone can live outside of the trauma of work then you would never know that you can achieve it and how do you do that you change the circles that you're in you change you change the people that you are around. Um, you change where you live. I mean, that's why people leave their hometown and go places and thrive because um, they 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 went out and they saw something. They they experienced something different than where they lived. If I would have stayed, you know, in the city where I was born, I probably would not have seen a couple of the, a lot of things that I've that I've experienced. Um, And since I've been in Texas, I've also have 
linked up with a, a bunch of people that have that same like-mindedness. I would never have heard that. So it, in your environment, if there is not a speaker to your life or a speaker to your ear, you will never ever be able to see or hear anything outside of it. So I, I one day I prayed about like I needed some direction and um, the God in me was like, I'll show you, I'll show you. And uh, my life has been on a journey ever since. I've been going to different places, been around different people, been learning a whole lot of things. There's just things that I didn't, I didn't know. Let me tell you how now, how naive I was. I uh, went to a private school up until the age of 14, and then there was only like a hundred kids in that whole school. And then I went to high school. And in high school, those kids already came packed with information that I just did not know. I remember being in gym class and one of the young ladies was like, oh, man, I can't wait till my mama get her income tax. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. And I'm looking at her like, what's an income tax? What, what does that do for you? And she's like, you don't know what that is. That's when they get a lot of money and then they go out and they buy stuff. They go out and get new TVs and stuff like that. And um, um, last year we was able to get a car and put our, and turn our lights on. And I'm like, people really do that? Like that's that's a thing? Like nobody, I didn't grow up in an area. Okay, I grew up in the city, but it wasn't the hood. I don't know how to, it was not middle class. It was, my mom was, and my dad, they were considered middle class where they lived. But where we lived, we were, it was like, I don't know what to say. It was like maybe just under middle class, but not to a point where we could get like assistance. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I never wanted for anything because my mom and my, my mom and my dad, they would, you know, send things and food and we went to private school. So wasn't a whole lot of buying clothes and things going on, but I never was exposed to like income. To, I never knew what it was. I never knew. And I didn't even understand it until I got a job and I didn't even make enough the first time I got a job. But the second time I had just made it. I just made the threshold and I was excited. I'm like, yes, income tax, $30. I was like, is this what her mom was buying? She took $30? <laughs> Again, like I said, it's what I didn't know, right? But also that young lady had information and she could live out the rest of her life living and looking for an income tax to do different things. But if she stepped out of her environment and she found out what people do with their income tax or don't do or don't or not or don't take an income tax, they'd rather pay it back. I've heard people in a higher tax bracket was like, if I could just break even, I'll break even. But it's a, a, a poverty mindset that we adopted and we just didn't even know it like you don't even know that working hard is a poverty mindset because if you have to work hard that means that if you think that you don't work hard you'll you won't make money you know and if the everybody around you is doing that you're going to 
you're going to be in their spitting image. I, I mean, it happened to me and a whole lot of other people I know. So when I got around other people, I started seeing different things. And I'm like, well, how come they, you know, how come they keep getting richer? Or how do they keep acquiring land? It's because that was in their environment. And it's environmental now. It's mentally ingrained that they don't have to work. They could just go around and collect checks for rent. You know, is that where, and I'm going to go on vacation. Make sure y'all wire it to this number. That was before we had direct deposit. I don't know if y'all remember that. You just wire it here. And you probably wouldn't get it for two to three days. <laughs> I know the first one I think was like two weeks. Um, but, you know, you were, in, you were getting a paper check standing in that line for like, on Friday, you was glad you got, a lot of people were glad they got paid on a Monday or a Thursday because they could go in and out of the bank on Friday. It was rough. It's, you might as well just got a tent and stood outside, you know, but it's just where you are, who you're around and what you don't know. And once you open up your mind to what, to the things that will um, help you position yourself to be in a better place i mean well one you got to know it and two you have to know that you're not living your life to the fullest right you're not being you're not doing what you um what you would like to do and you can't see that if everybody around you is doing it i heard a story about a young man that was like my life leveled up but i wanted my brother and my sister's life to level up and once they saw how I leveled up, they found a way to do not the same thing, but something that they loved and they leveled up too. Now we all go on vacations together. Like how cool is that? How great is that to be able to spread that new knowledge around to the people that you, that is exactly the kind of steak and chicken that I'm on for my kids like I'm going to show you guys that this is what this is where it's at you don't have to be out here missing family time um and and my kids do live in a, a way uh, you know my husband said all the time like my kids live in a in a place in a in a way that we that we that was very foreign to us like we just didn't even know and i remember some of our family members asking us when we went home like oh is everything good out there you guys are gonna y'all not coming back and i was like i am never going back because that environment was just something that we just didn't want for our kids we want the next generation to be better not that anything is wrong with it, but if you're content with it, then you're content with it. And I just, no, I like to go places. I like to do things. So if you find your environment stifling, like get with some new people, find a new way to absorb, look at some information that's going to add value to your mindset. And that will take you to a place where you will begin to free yourself up to be the person that you were meant to be. Thanks for listening to your favorite podcast, Loving Yourself to Life. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at lovingyourselftolife at lovingyourselftolife.com. At Writer102080 is my Twitter name. 
And Loving Me Too is my Facebook page. And Loving Yourself to Life is my Instagram and YouTube connect. If you haven't already, pick up the book, The Woman That Is Made. It's available on Amazon and Kindle too. And you can find it at my website, www.lovingyourselftolife. As always, do something for 